0: Welcome to the Uncommon Podcast. Back at it again. This time we're in Vancouver and I'm here to stay for a little while, so I'm excited. Um, Our very first guest in Vancouver is Grizzy Winter and... I am stoked to have this man on. It's been a long time coming. We've been talking to Mayank about it. We've been, (laughs) I've been dreaming about this moment, man, getting you (laughs) in here and just diving into it. So I'll let you introduce yourself and then we'll just, we'll just jump right into it, my friend.
1: All right, cool, cool, cool. Uh, What's up, y'all? My name is Grizzy Winter. I am a rapper, singer, songwriter, actor, podcaster?
0: Yeah, podcaster now, baby.
1: Yeah, Uh, you know what I mean? Uh... I'm also a comic book artist, part oh, work, shit and I'm uh, I'm basically your know, my face is everywhere. So what's up, yeah. motherfuckers. <laughs> um Um <laughs> uh, Yeah, so about me, uh I've been making music about seven years. Um if you ever wanna check out my old shit, it's under my SoundCloud under the same name. Tight. Um Yeah, for twenty twelve I think I dropped my first track. Actually I started Sweet. recording like two thousand Eight. Oh shit. I just didn't drop any songs till like then. Cause yeah. I was just like, I don't know. Like, uh. yeah. I went through like a couple name changes in <laughs> yeah. that period. I was Rude Boy first and then I was Grizzly Grizz and then Grizzly Winter is like the final evolution.
0: Nice. How'd it's you a- get to that name? Like, how'd you get to Grizzly Winter, man?
1: Uh, literally, like, Winter's my last name. Like, the way yeah. it's spelled in my stage name is exactly my last name. Dope. And, uh, like, I liked Grizzly. Like, I wanted, because I, I was leaving the the Rude Boy thing behind because it was like, uh, like that Rihanna came with that song Rude Boy. And I was yeah. like, I can't use that name now. It yeah. It sounds...
0: The song's too big, man. Yeah, and it was,
1: it was, it was like, and then it'd just be mad corny. So, like, what do I do? So, I was kind of like, I need something that, like, represents me and represents where I'm from and this and that. And my real name is Gerald. So, I was kind of like, okay, I need something G. And then I'm like... I thought of the Grizzlies for something, and I was like, "Oh right, like fuck, that's perfect." Yeah. So I was like, "Okay, Grizzy," and then it was Grizzy Grizz and Grizzy Winter, and I was like, "Okay, cool, like that's that's it, like I'm happy with it." The funny thing is, after I changed my name to what it is now, like, yeah. I, like everybody taking started taking me way more serious. And it was like, "Oh shit, like your name is dope, this and that," and I'm like, "Oh, fuck, I should have done this like seven years ago. Like, what the fuck am I doing?" Um, <laughs> that's
0: how it goes, man. That's
1: how it goes. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I've been. Study just make dropping tracks. I have like, I've been bigging up my EP, uh Illuminate for a bit. I'm gonna drop it in Tight. March. Nice. I keep like putting it back. I kept I, it keeps getting pushed back a little bit just because like yeah. timing is all important in music and stuff. For sure, man. Um, but uh, upcoming, I got a couple shows coming up. Um, Roots and Rhymes, December sixth. Was it December sixth or November sixth? Uh, at Studio. Tight. Uh with it's me and uh Eliza Smith, Michelle's cassette, uh X Blues and um fuck, sorry. Sorry, bro, I'm trying to remember it's Stony. <laughs> uh, so, and then um I'm headlining my own event. Uh winter's coming November seventh no, sorry, November fifteenth. Yeah. November 15th Winter is coming at Event Garden I'm headlining that event. So it will be like Eliza Smith, Young 500, uh J G Z, um Uno, uh Rocco, um a couple of, and I don't I like I'm terrible. My memory's bad guys. Yeah. Y'all y'all know me. I smoke weed. Like I'm not my memory is 95% great. That 5% is the you know, the difference factor. Amen. You know Yo, I mean? feel that it's hard to remember. It's hard to remember too. everything. Right. Yeah, so, 100%. and then, uh, December 4th, I am also performing at fortune for the. So can, uh, Christmas concert, which basically showcases the, I guess what they feel is like the biggest upcoming artist from the city. Yeah. So that was going to be like me, uh, Sade, my homegirl, Sade, Ariel, uh, heat Wave, Um, uh, and a bunch of other artists Tight So And that's gonna be That's gonna be December 4th But make Please. sure you cop them tickets Yeah Just baby. Uh, November 6th And November 17th For Roots and Rhymes And for Winter's Coming My headlining My first headlining show You know what I mean Like I hope to see everybody there I was like Like to see everybody's faces you know what I mean, and I'll have merch there because my merch line has just come in. So I got my hats and I got my shirts and stuff. Sick.
0: Yeah, it looks like you're wearing a shirt right now. Yeah, hey? crazy, uh, gang? crazy Gang. Gang. Yeah, that's Crazy tight. Gang
1: shirt. You know I'm what I'm like saying? Um, yeah, I'll have. Um... Oh, sorry. I should
0: probably. Yeah, dude. Yeah, we'll get a shot bad. of it. Yeah, that's sick. Oh,
1: it's my bad. That's and bad. Uh, yeah, so you know, I'll have I have that on sale. You know, you hit me up in the DMs. I'm gonna have the all of it on my website soon. Right, so uh, right. when those suggestions are, are made, I'll show you all and then it'll be all good. So
0: 100%, man. Yeah, yo, I love that. I love that man's out here hustling hard. Let's get it. Definitely. All right, let's take it back. Um, what got you into producing music, man? You said you started in 2008.
1: I started writing songs when I was in high school. Damn, so that was before that. Um, yeah, so I started writing when I was 16 and uh, I never showed anybody because I wasn't really good. Yeah, and uh, I couldn't freestyle worth the damn. I remember I got... I tried... I got I got real cocky one day and tried to to challenge the best rapper in my school. And, like, we went to, like, the yard. <laughs> like, because we were all in the same, like, like bad kid class. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. the, the, we'll put all the bad kids in the same class. Over. I'm like, okay, cool. So he starts, like, rapping at me. And I'm like, I'm not going to beat this motherfucker. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not going to beat this nigga. Like, how yeah. <laughs> the fuck am I going to get this shit? So, like, I kind of kept my whole thing on a low and now i start taking it seriously like i i i like for me like hip-hop and rap and the whole culture around it like i studied it like i'm studying for like my fucking sat's kind of thing yeah so i went back and i started um Smart. this thing would happen on um much more music or in america it's like vh1 mm-hmm. uh the hip-hop honors whatever so they were like honor, like pioneers in in the in the genre and stuff so right. like i would watch that every year and then i'd see like the dude like ll cool j sugar Hulk gang like big daddy kane like raw cam like all these dudes who were like way before my time because i was i'm essentially a child of like their late 90s early 2000s mostly early 2000s like 2000s 2000s like my era yeah and so like i would go back and i would like go on LimeWire shout out to LimeWire yeah, you get my computer mad viruses but you know you hooked me up no music <laughs> um, go on LimeWire and just download so many other songs and I would like listen to them and then like I would figure out the canes or whatever and I literally went back in time like I'd go start at like the late 70s when it started in the Bronx and then Moved to the 80s with the uh, Run DMC and Big Daddy Kane and Rock Kim and all those other guys
0: and
1: NWA. And then I hit the 90s and that was, I already knew so much. And then, you know what I mean? Like, working my way up. Um, I, like, yeah, when I started writing music, uh, I started just writing raps. Yeah. Um, My producing skills were not, they were still, I'm still working on it, but like, I'm more, like, I'm definitely more of a songwriter. Like, I can convey how i feel or like what i see through words yeah for sure man and um
0: you got to narrow that down anyways right yeah
1: exactly so i uh so i started doing that and then um once i a uh, one day i was like, chilling with some of my old my um uh, my homeboy godfrey uh and he was like or he was already like he was like a two or three years younger than me and he he was already like performing in front of his school and like Doing all this shit And like people knew he rapped Or whatever And I showed him this thing I'd been working on I was like bro This is really good Like yeah. I was like doing My biggest influence As far as like How my rap style goes Is Lil Wayne Cause like yeah. how he How like, how much energy he has The yeah, punchlines Like the inventiveness Of his bars Like the whole thing Like when I first Heard him When he was like You know like Getting to be like Lil Wayne that we know I was like yo yeah. dude This guy's gonna be He's amazing And I fucked with Everything that he did and so I studied his crap, like, how he rapped for so long, and, uh, because I, that's how I set up my bars, it was, like, like, little things that trace back to something else, and then punchline, and then this, and then that, and I was, like, yo, dude, this is really good, and so I started, like, recording maybe to 20, 2008, 2009, I did three or four songs, I didn't really put anything out for a bit, because I didn't know what to do with it, right, I think I was trying to, like, in my head, I thought I like, could. I'll make an album first because everybody knows who I am. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and then um, I just, I think uh, Christmas 2011, like New Year's, New Year's, New Year's Day 20, 2012, or New Year's Day 20, yeah, New Year's Day in 2012. I was like, I'm just gonna put this shit out. And I dropped it, and then everybody's like, Oh, dude, like you're good. Yeah. I'm like, okay, cool. And I just kept dropping shit. For consistently for the rest of the year uh, Until I couldn't Because you know I've gotten some legal issues <laughs> And uh, fun, fun. <laughs> And then uh, and then But it gave me so much more material after that You know what yeah, I mean Yeah like 100% I, man I had And I was determined after that I'm like look like Because I I done this one song It was called Prayers for My Enemies And I kind of made a series out of it Like I have two And then I have three On my next upcoming project Sweet and, uh, I got a hit up for like one of Text Nine's reps. That's tight. And he's like, this is really fucking good. Like, but you were, they were, I was, they were also hitting me with a bunch of, like, I couldn't work with my friends anymore. I had to charge all these people. I had to do all yeah. this and that. I was like, and I was like, bro, no. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I didn't understand the business then. I didn't. Right. I needed time to understand how the business works because yeah. at that point I was just trying to make music.
0: Definitely, man. Right.
1: And, uh, you the uh, music business is a business, so yeah. like, if you're gonna be doing this for real, for real, you kind of have to understand like it is a hustle, and you also have to not try not to get hustled because there is <laughs> a lot of people in this industry who will try to hustle you.
0: Yo, so true, man, yeah. so true. Right. I don't, I feel like nobody really touches on that. It's no, like, it's you find your little group of supportive people, which is dope, and that's what you want to breed, and yeah. that's what you want to like push up to the next level. But right. there's so many people that will just try and hustle you for like. <laughs> steal some of your music or just steal some of that money or just yeah. get some of your fame for a bit and that's yeah, it.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like, I have... I I, like I like have a, a big problem with how promoter, are promoters in the city. Yeah. Yo. Because, uh, except for, you know, shout out to my boy Max, Mr. Travel Bug, and Roots and Rhymes and, like, you know, like, and Co-op and, like, some other people that I know, like, there's a lot of trash promoters out here and they're garbage because they literally take rip the money off like these younger kids or these these dudes trying to like these people trying to make something of themselves rip their money off get them pay them basically to fund their shows yeah and then they don't nothing happens of it right yeah and they keep doing that shit and it's like oh we have to make we don't make any money i'm like but the last promoter who hit me up for some bullshit was like uh he wanted me to open up for some artist that doesn't really align with your like style, my style—not even my style. It's like, like my core values as a person. Yeah, be. absolutely. And uh, he wanted me to sell tickets, and I'm like, why am I so-? like? I'm fuck the ticket, fuck, fuck the ticket system. If you're a promoter, you should have a team of people selling tickets. It is not the sure. artist's job to sell your tickets for you. No, man. That is some bullshit. Like, if you have, um, like if you're starting out. And they want to see how many people you can bring to a show. Yes, I understand. There is a learning curve for sure. But if you have built yourself up to a point where everybody kind of knows you, and you're still hitting up like artists on their way on the on on like on their way like growing up, hitting up going growing up and people are like to sell tickets for you, that's fucking garbage. Yeah, dude. And anybody who tells you differently, they're just trying to steal your money. Yeah. Right. So 100%. like, yeah, this guy hits me up, and he's like, "Oh, like tickets are like." Forty bucks, twenty four, forty bucks. I keep five dollars, and I'm like, that's like that's a fucking slave deal. Yeah. <laughs> Straight up, I was like, that's a fucking slave deal. That means you make eight hundred dollars off twenty tickets, and I make one hundred thirty nine dollars. I I mean, I make no fucking money, and I probably have to save some money to cover some shit because that's usually what happens when you have to sell tickets to these assholes. Yep. And I'm like, no, like I'm not doing that. Like either you split the ticket price with me down 50-50, and I keep half. Or I don't do the fucking thing. And don't hit me up for any more of this shit. Because I'm yeah. not doing it. 100%, man. Because it's garbage. And I don't like... There's a, there is a a certain group of people... I'm just going to call them out. Where is that entertainment? has Ooh. Fucking... They, have, they, they set up this whole pay-to-play to, pay to system. Yeah. That they basically just rob from artists to fund their events... And then the artist makes nothing. Like it's it's really just uh, it's a it's a straight finesse racket. And I'm not the only person they've done it to. They've done it to like every artist in the city, pretty much. Damn. And uh, they just they did, and they feed into the bullshit. They feed into like like uh, first they were trying to find all the gangster type rappers or whatever, and then they're, now they're feeling a bunch of drug rappers. And I'm kind of like, oh like, man. You know what I mean? Like I don't, I don't really fuck with their the business model or how they do things. Yeah, and dude. <laughs> I I've been vocal about it, and I'm not really scared to say shit. I've had people tell me like if I say something, they're I'm not gonna play these shows. But like these guys, like they fucking book artists that cannot get over the border, get artists to open for those artists, make them pay like a thousand dollars for open for an artist that can't come here, and then be like, oh, you paid the money, like. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I I see your I see how you move, bro, and it move, uh, you move like fucking hot garbage. Like, yeah, I'm not doing, I just don't deal with
0: it. Hundred percent, man. Yo, that's yeah, that's not the way to do it at all. Right? Especially if you're bringing everything to the table and they're just yeah. like, "Yo, we'll sell a little bit of tickets." It's yeah, not the way to do it at all, man. No,
1: it's it's bullshit, and it's like, cause the way that I was told to it by the person who runs it was that like, uh I gotta pay for the tickets. You know how much it costs a player to 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 print off tickets? Fifty bucks. Yeah. That's not per ticket. That's for like a shit ton. Right. So, like, why I, I'm paying you for what? Exactly. Right. Like, every, you know what I mean? Like, I, and I, I appreciate these new, these new promotional companies that are doing this now who are bringing, who are like, okay, we know you have a following. You know, you can bring a crowd here. We're going to pay you for your show. Yeah. We're going to, like, you know, it, yeah, if you, we're going to get you paid if you have to sell, sell tickets to sell your show. Whatever you get a percentage of that, or if you don't sell all of the tickets, just bring it back. Hundred percent, man. Right? You know what I mean, or whatever. But like, not like, hey, you're in debt to us now because we gave you a shot. It's like you gave me a shot on a shitty stage. Exactly. Right? Like, don't don't give me a Hux shot it, in a bro. basement and tell me I have to owe you for the fucking basement. <laughs> yeah.
0: That's, <laughs> that's so true, though. Right? Just hucking it, man. Just hucking it. Yo, that's terrible. That's terrible. Well. It's- Glad you're getting out of that. Yeah. I'm glad you're getting out of that. Man. I
1: just oh, I I want to put that out there because there's a lot of younger artists I know who are like who really want their shot, and yeah. I'm like, bro, like, all, all good things come in time, bro. You just keep mm-hmm. working on your shit, keep, like refining your craft or whatever, because all that shit will like work itself out, right? The, but the minute that you, I was talking to to my girl about this today. I was like, yeah. The minute that um, Cause somebody was talking to me about it yesterday was that there's there's always a moment where you have a choice and between like, like doing it for the money or doing it for or standing your ground. And when you start compromising who you are for a check is when they get to fuck you over. 100% man. Right? So if you like, so for example now, like with my merch line and stuff, like, People who want to buy my merch, if they try to hit me up and ask me for a deal, I'm like, no, like I'm running a business. Yeah. Right. You don't go to fucking Walmart and f- uh and when something you don't go to like a store like a fucking like the Gucci store or like or like Apple and shit and then ask them to cut the price in half for you, like that's some bullshit. Don't yeah. ask me to do that because I'm running a business. Like I have to cover my costs, I have to cover my overhead, and I have to keep making the merchandise so everybody can have it. Exactly. Right. It's like you, just because you want an overnight and we're fr- like, a discount because you're friends doesn't mean you're going to get it, right? Like, yeah.
0: And that's the thing. It's like, I was talking to my other buddy about this, too, and he said, your family and your friends should be your biggest supporters. So, exactly. they should be willing to pay full price. And exactly. be, like, happy to promote this shit. Exactly. Like, if it was vice versa and they were switched roles, I would pay full price for exactly. it. Exactly. Like, if I, they offered me some discounts or whatever, for sure, I'd take it. But I wouldn't be like, nah, man, I need 50%. Yeah. I need, I like, don't half off or
1: something. Like, yeah. don't, do, don't do that shit. Like, I... That that to me is when someone does that to me and makes them makes me know that they don't really fuck with me. Just, yeah. You know what I mean? So when I'm like someone does does that to me, like I had someone do that to me recently, and I'm like, we're friends, but I'm also like, oh okay, so, but this motherfucker makes way more money than me. Yeah. And I'm kind of like at this point in our lives, and I'm kind of like, what are you doing? Right? Like, what how are you? you doing, bro? Why? What you thinking? Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. 40, 40 bucks for a hat is too expensive you spend 56 dollars at, at like fucking champs for a hat Yeah oh, You know man. what I'm saying And you're supporting the homie But like yeah. okay cool Right So like I, I just I'm, I'm very aware of like I'm just When I'm saying that Is that like be aware that, like, don't compromise yourself, man.
0: Like, yeah. You have to know your value and yeah. you have to really stick to it once you have set that price because that's going to be the hardest and that's going to be the game changer that you're yeah. talking about. Yeah, exactly. it's like if you say, like, hey, like, these videos are, like, my music is X amount. Yeah. And then somebody comes up to you and they're like, well, what if you cut that in half for me? It's like, okay, that's not going to happen unless we're taking a lot of shit away. Like exactly. you don't get the full package for yeah. 50% off. It doesn't exactly. happen. I used to do that all the time in my video business yeah. when I started and it sucked because half the time I would pitch them, that I would sell them on the project and then like two days later they'd come back and be like, Hey man, uh, I actually need it to be like 50% less. And mm. I'm like... That no, we just spent all this time doing it, and now you're telling me you want a huge discount. Yeah, I don't even know you. I don't even know you, man. And they're like, "Well, it can't be that hard. Like, the work you're doing isn't that intense, or like, it's not that much." I'm like, "All right, cool, bro. You
1: just do it yourself, then. Like, see where you're at. (laughs) Let's see how this works out for you, motherfucker. Let's 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 check it out. I and I I mean that's the thing. Because I've worked in film, and because I've made my own video, like I like I tend to like people what they're worth." Yeah. If someone does a shitty job or something, I'm just not gonna pay you and I'm gonna tell you why. Yeah, like I've yeah. had videos that like people have done for me that literally did not come out to what I were. I'm like, bro, like I'm not gonna pay you for this because it's just like you know what I mean. Like, I for what? Like, I can't use it, right? Yeah, and that's the case, like, and that's that's how it is. But like, if I know you, if I know what you're worth or whatever, like, just like I respect you enough to pay me to pay you what you're worth, you should do the same to me, amen, right? So, like. Man. Like, I feel like what the problem with this city in particular is everybody's trying to undercut everybody. Oh, yeah. And it's kind of like, it's ridiculous everywhere. to a point because it's like, at what point are we trying to build a community here? Yeah. Right? You know what I'm saying? Like,
0: everybody's just trying to get on top of each other. Yeah, man.
1: exactly. Like, we're trying, like, the reason why people like Toronto did, did, did is because, like, the person I was talking to last night, like, she was part of the initial. Movement That blew Toronto up Like when Honey Was they're filming Honey there When Cardinal was coming up Yeah When all that shit When everybody When Toronto's making This massive push To be like this Center of like uh, Northern hip hop and shit She was a part of that And she's like Everybody worked together Yeah Everybody paid every Like people would pay Each other what they're worth And when you don't When you start acting sus And moving weird People just wouldn't Fuck with you anymore Yeah Right yeah. And that's how Generally how I think It's like if you move weird I'm not fucking with you Man But unfortunately They're we I live we live in a city where like people like like to like ignore fuck shit.
0: Yeah.
1: I am not ignoring fuck shit. If you do some fuck shit to me or my people, I'm not fucking with you. And on top of that, I'm the kind of motherfucker who will call you out to your face. Yeah. And like I like I'm a big nigga, bro. So if you yeah. want to swing, we can swing, bro, cuz I can <laughs> knock your ass out either way. Yeah. But I'm like I'm not really scared to do that because at the end of the day, I know who I am and I'm comfortable enough in myself to be like, look, if we're if you want to do something, if you want to work with me on something, then respect me enough, just like I respect you. I respect everybody off top, unless you told me, unless you show me something that makes me not want to be around you, I'm still gonna give you that respect, unless like you do something disrespectful. True. Right. That's it.
0: That's how I feel too, man. Yeah. It's like, that's all it is, right? Yeah. You just gotta watch out for the snakes.
1: Yeah, you gotta watch out for the snakes. Shakeo said it, bro. If you don't check, if you don't know that song, then like go call Born Singer, Born Singer, <laughs> and just listen to that song. I'm telling you, the land of the snakes. It's yeah. for real.
0: It is very true, it's man. Very Especially in the entertainment industry, dude. Yeah. Because so many people are fake, and so many like producers or like, uh, like even how you're saying event promoters and shit like this. Yeah. They'll just say like, "Oh man, I can do all this for you. I'll get this whole crew behind you. I'll do this whole thing. You just have to pay this huge, huge amount, or you have to do this for me." And it never ends up working, man. No,
1: exactly. Like I had a, I had a label in the states recently. Like I was looking for an A and R person. Yeah. I, um and like, I'd, I'd follow this guy that followed me, and I was like, okay, cool. And I got a phone conversation. I had to pay this guy to have a fucking phone conversation. I'm like, yeah. okay, whatever. Like, I get it. Some people, like, time is money and shit, you know? Yeah. Like, like, consultations. Yeah, and whatever, right. 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 I get it. So I'm like, and he was, he was telling me something like fucking, like, doing this whole thing. And like, it was like a $12,000 package or some bullshit. Yeah. And I was like, wait, nigga, what? <laughs> and I'm like, uh,. It was like, but it was like, oh, it was like just film a video and do all this stuff and handle my N R and blah blah blah. I'm like, if you're a label and you're investing in me, why am I paying you?
0: Yeah, that doesn't make sense. That doesn't make any sense. That's not an investment. That's not an investment. <laughs>
1: like, I'm, I'm like, it's like, well, you know, whatever. And I'm like, look, this is. There's the the, the problem is because of the indis- the music industry now is blown up to a point where like. You literally do have to do it by yourself at this point, cause there's yeah there is like there's too many people trying to do music at this yeah. point. so oversaturated think. right now. Yeah, yeah, so oversaturated right now that like you, you're yeah like with oversaturation comes people t- trying to make money over saturation, and those people are usually scammers. Yeah, right, cause they see opportunistic things as like oh like pretending I mean, with Instagram too. It's so easy to make a whole account that's not real. Yeah. Right? And be like, I'm doing this. I've done this. Da, 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 And then it's like, send the money in and it's like, you never see it again. Right? Yeah. Um, I feel like with that in mind, the best thing for, as an artist, is to kind of like, make sure that your receipts are right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you do your background checks. You double check into this person. You make 100%. sure this shit's for real. You don't like, cause I I I've had a problem in the past of like getting too hype on an opportunity and not Yo. really thinking it through, oh, and then like regretting it in the end. Me too, man. And then kind of like ah shit, like I probably should have like done that shit, yeah. should have done that. Or
0: you whatever. just get hyped on the end vision of yeah, it. Yeah, like, you know, like your brain sick. goes, and you're like, oh, this is gonna be this is this
1: is the thing, and it's like actually, motherfucker, you just got ripped. Yeah. <laughs> the fuck off. Yeah. And uh yeah. you know what I mean? Like that's. That's part of that's part of the learning curve, man. Like, yeah. I I I hate the idea, I hate the term L. Because we using a negative thing. Like somebody would listen to what I just said, and would be like that. Oh, this this motherfucker took an L. It's like, yeah. No, fam, I learned a lesson.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: You need you need mistakes in life to learn lessons.
0: Man, you you grow through conflict.
1: Exactly. You don't. If you've had a pretty cushy life and you want to be a rapper, what are you gonna rap about?
0: Nothing. Bro, you're gonna rap about all the drugs you do. Oh yeah, all, all the that fucking, bullshit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're not bullshit, bro. You're
1: not gonna talk about anything real. Yeah. Like, and that's, that's and true. like and that's the thing. Like, you need to make mistakes to learn your lesson. Like, I um, who I don't know who I was listening to the other day. I was on, I was watching a Breakfast Club and like T-Pain was on there and he was talking yeah. about that thing where he like he was he lost like forty million dollars in bad investments. To the point where he had to ask friends to get money to pay for Burger King for his kids, like he was crazy. Yeah, broke and just T-Pain, like T-Pain, yeah. in Started. the twenty in the two thousands was like the guy.
0: Yeah, he was huge, man. Yeah, right. Huge R and B, everything. Man. Everything.
1: He was on everybody's song. Yeah. Well, he pioneered auto
0: tune. He pioneered auto tune.
1: You know yeah. what I mean? Like, and then, but he's like, I needed to learn the lesson, so like, comfortable on that now. Like, he's still good. Yeah, didn't lose his house. He's still. Whatever. He's just like, but you need to learn the lessons and shit. And like, honestly, like the tough times in life is what makes, was what endears people to you Yeah. as an artist. like
0: That's how you relate to people. Exactly. Man.
1: Like I don't really shy away from my past. I don't like, it is what it is. Like I use a lot of my past and a lot of my experiences in my music because I don't know how to write about shit that's not, I like. I haven't experienced or I haven't seen or I haven't, somebody hasn't told me about because for me being real is all I really have ever had. Like I remember yeah. I, I, I wasn't given like a shit ton of opportunities. I didn't, I didn't like finish college. I didn't fucking my parent, my mom didn't have no money. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. so it's like, so like for me, like all I've ever had is just being my genuine self. And at all the times in my life when I stopped being for real and stop being genuine is when things went really shitty.
0: Very true, man.
1: Right. So like
0: it's always, how it is.
1: It's always how it is. So it's like, if all you have is being real, then be then lean into it. Don't try and be.
0: Don't shy away from it just because of the crowds. Like, oh, you shouldn't say that or like yeah. a couple of your friends who are fucking bougie or some shit are like, no, 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 you can't say that around us. Like, yeah, you shouldn't, I, shouldn't push that persona. It's like, well, it's the real me, man. It's the real me. Like, I don't. Yeah.
1: I don't like like uh, I was on set the other or yesterday actually last night and like all this fuck shit was happening around me and basically I was trying to explain to like the wrangler I was like hey look like this and this like I kind of feel like you got I've been like singled out here it's like well, well maybe if you changed da, 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 or maybe if you worked on this and I'm like so basically you're wanting me to change my entire personality to f- make you feel more comfortable yeah fuck you
0: <laughs> exactly. That's Fuck exactly you. what it is, man. I'm
1: not. I'm not. I I refuse to be anybody else but myself for anybody else.
0: Yo, that's so true, and I think that's one of the biggest reasons why I like respect a lot of what you make and just like the authenticity that you push out there. It's It's real. Like it comes through your voice, and you can tell it's not just like, oh man, I'm just trying to say this because it's the yeah. right thing to say at the right time, or like yeah. I'm trying to appease these people, man.
1: No, you can't. I appreciate that, man. Thank you. Like I don't, I don't want to be. Uh... I wouldn't be doing the music uh, the way i've been doing it and like really making music the way i have been or like going like how my hustle be so hard if i wasn't if i didn't really believe that this is what i'm supposed to be doing yeah like if i didn't if i didn't like i like to me like going through all the crazy shit i've gone through in my entire life yeah if i didn't go through all that shit for me to share it with people in a way that people can relate to it then what the fuck was it for true right yeah
0: there's there's more than just pain. There's, there's more, more than, than just, just suffering, man.
1: Yeah, there's like so many different things you can use. And I feel like a lot of people um
0: They shy away from that. They shy away from it because they yeah.
1: wanna they want they want the pretty picture, you know what I'm saying? They want yeah. the the uh They want the house in the hills. Man. Yeah, they want they want they want the flawless skin, the, the the perfect hair, yeah, the the perfect relationship, yeah, whatever, like also shit. Like it's like that fucking those relationship memes and shit. It's like, you don't see what happens when y'all aren't around your friends and shit. Like, they fight. Yeah. It's like, you don't get the perfect picture without the bullshit behind the picture. Exactly, man. Right? You gotta take the good and the bad at the same thing and then make, you don't get just good. You have to take the bad and mold it into good because that's how you get, like, success.
0: Yeah, and that's how you make some of the best stuff. Like that's exactly. how you make some of the best art in my opinion, man. Exactly. 100%. You don't
1: always have to live in that pain, but you can take oh, that pain sure. and make it into something good.
0: Yeah, make it into something real, make it into something usable. Exactly. 100%. So, was there like a moment in your life or like in a certain event where you're like music is for me and this is this is how I know it is?
1: Um I think fuck what I, I think when I fuck I don't even remember. I I remember listening to I I was just in a mad mixtape at a point and I yep. was writing a lot and I was still on the fence because around this time is the era like everybody was still trying to be very gangster right and I was kind of like I don't like I had that in me I hadn't fully embraced it as much as I did like in probably like a year or two later yeah. Um but I was like I didn't know how to whatever, so I started just making party trucks And then like um I guess like the moment I really like accepted all of it <laughs> I was in jail. I was uh I was in Edmonton, I was locked up in remand, I was there for a year. Oh shit. I was facing like six years. Damn, bro. Uh, before if, um, yeah, I was saying. trafficking shit Like I was oh, saying, yeah, I was yeah. dope And Oh yeah man They tried to They they literally like Hit me with like 32 charges So Right I was So what happened was uh I had like 32 charges And so they're like Oh we'll give you a plea Of like six years And I'm like Fuck you Like I don't Have a record Like I didn't have a record Before that Like I I was doing Shit Like I was in the streets And doing shit But I never got caught So yeah. i felt like How the fuck like off top, sick, like no way, yeah. And so I'm sitting there, it's like Christmas. Damn, it was Christmas. I was in a different province. Um, I couldn't fucking my mom, I wouldn't let my mom come come to Alberta to come see me because I would fucking kill me, yeah. I had no one there really, you know what I'm saying? And uh, no, like I had no visits, and I. I didn't I I didn't know what to do. Like I was kinda like I was in this this position of like being completely powerless. Like I like I imagine being in a place where you have to wake up. Somebody tells you to wake up, someone tells you to go to sleep, someone tells you you want to to like you can't shit in privacy kind of thing. Yeah. Um plus I was on a max unit, so like it was just Every week or two weeks, there was someone was getting fucked up like very violently, or there was oh, a riot, or some crazy shit. So I'm like basically stuck in like this 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 hell dimension. Yeah. And it's Christmas, <laughs> and my brain, and I've been there at at this point about like two two and a half months. Yeah. And I just gone for like to try and get bail, and they denied me. Like mm-hmm. the week before, like Christmas was like three days after that. So I, I was, I'm stuck there for Christmas right and i started writing like i i couldn't my brain could not think it like cuz jail does kill that part of your that creative part of your brain like yeah man you can't think properly and uh or well, not that you can't think properly but you can't be creative in that space but my brain was like no write something and i started writing this verse and i kept writing it And then I kept writing and I I started writing again and I started drawing again. And I was like, fuck, I am in the worst position at this point in my life I've ever been in in my life. And I still have this. Yeah. So if I still have this shit, it's not going anywhere. It's like, it's not like something like a fad thing. This is part of who I am. It's like essentially in my DNA at this point Then I'm going to stop fucking around and make this a reality for me. hmm Like, so... And it was still, like, a very long process after that. Like, I, I didn't... I, I honestly don't think until the last, like, two or three years did, like, my music start really, like, catching. Yeah. But it was still... I was still, like, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Damn. Right? And I never stopped writing songs. I always was writing something. I was always, like doing that because that was the way for me to get it out. Before, like, things like therapy or, like, you know, like, people start talking about mental health or whatever. Yeah, just
0: the last couple of years.
1: Yeah, just the last couple of years. Like, music was the way for me to get my emotions out because I didn't have another way.
0: Yeah, I didn't have an outlet.
1: Yeah, I didn't have an outlet. Like, because, like, I, I started drawing when I was six and, like, making comics and shit like that. Oh. That wasn't, that, that, that didn't feed that that creative thing in me, right? Yeah. That just kind of like made it was just something that I would do when my mind would wander. Right. Meanwhile, here I am, like I'm making like fucking stanzas and onomatopoeias uh, and like fucking <laughs> and like and like uh and synonyms and metaphors and all sorts of shit. I'm um, like putting like pop pop culture references and referencing different things and like a lot of comic books and all sorts of shit until like. Words that I'm saying in a certain way that makes you that people are relating to, and I'm like, fuck, like this is my thing. Damn. Right? You know what I mean? Like, I feel like everybody in their entire life, they like they search for this what their purpose is. Yeah. Right. And through like the confusion that is life, we don't really realize what that is for a long time. Right. Right? Because we yeah. we're told, oh, you have to go to college and you have to get a career. This. You have to make money. Take you have to make money. You have to like the family, family. You have to get the girl. You have to have the kids. You yeah. have to do this. Cars. You have to do this. Yeah. And you don't figure out what your purpose is.
0: Yeah. Don't ever take time for yourself. No,
1: you never have time for yourself. You're always in here thinking about this. Your brain's always doing this, and you yeah. don't know what your purpose is. And that moment. For and, and like for some reason, being in a being in a fucking box for that amount of time kind of gave me a cl- clarity. Yeah. Right. A hundred percent. It gave me this clarity of like, stop fucking around. And even then, after that, I still like kind of went back, and I'm like, no, I need to make money and shit, and went back to the rat race of like. Yeah. Trying to make it my own way And you know Doing sh- Like street shit Or whatever it was You know what I mean To To make this money and shit And I did- None of it ever made me happy Right I- There was a point in my life Where like I was making like Ten grand a month And I was living in a nice condo And I had like A good car And like I was buying like Fucking gold chains Like every week and shit <laughs> Yeah And I was still miserable as fuck
0: yeah. Because
1: I had all the things but I didn't no I purpose, wasn't bro. focused on my purpose. Yeah. And having that empty feeling in you when everything is good is the is worse than feeling shitty when everything is bad. Very true. Because then you have everything and you're still like why do I feel like fucking crap? Yeah. Right?
0: Yeah. Man, that makes a big difference, dude. But, yeah. yo, I appreciate you sharing that story, man. I think yeah. that's really powerful. Because uh, it comes down to that. what we were saying earlier. It's about that conflict. Yeah. It's like it. that conflict takes you to this whole other fucking world. It really makes you focus in on your shit. Yeah. And then you have to actually deal with your own self. Shit. Like, yeah. there's no other... Especially being in jail, there's no other way. Like, no. you, you can't... You're not reliant on somebody else like you said you're, you're you feel powerless in that moment yeah. so it's like now you have to bring that shit back to yourself so that when you get out of the circumstance you're not going to feel that way for the exactly. rest of your life because so many people that i meet and so many people that i talk to are trapped in that mindset yeah. it's like well i'll do i would love to do this but i'm not going to make any money off it so yeah. i'm not going to do it and i'm like that that makes no sense. Yeah. That that literally makes no sense. Yeah.
1: Me. No one wants to play the long game anymore. Everybody. Everybody yeah. just wants the 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 <sighs> the, uh, the quick and easy. The, yeah, yeah.
0: They want the shortcuts. They want the uh, two grat- million dollars in the bank count now. Yeah. Instant yeah. gratification. Yeah.
1: Everyone wants the instant gratification moment. Yeah. And instant gratification never actually gratifies you. It just no. makes you feel happy for a split yeah. second, and then it's fucking gone. Yeah. Exactly. And um, that's what happens, right? Like people, people like. Don't think about the long term Like I've had friends When I was starting Like like why are, you, why are you still doing Music and shit Like You know Like you ever thought About doing something else I'm like no Because it's a long term game Yeah Like The whole point of it For me is like I will make it to a point where I can tour the world and I can make this amount of money and yes. I can be straight and I and after when I feel like I've accomplished this goal in this the music career that I wanted and then I can take all what I've accomplished and all that I've accumulated and then move it into something else and still be like, I did this shit and feel comfortable and happy with myself that I at least accomplished that shit. Like my mom, my mom's like, oh wait, she's like, you're getting older now, when are you going to settle down? I'm like, I'm not going to be able to be settled unless I do what I Want to do for myself Yeah There's people who like Have hopes and dreams And then they get in relationships And have kids And then they fucking They're they're miserable after that Yeah Because they didn't get to finish Their whole life plan You know what I'm saying
0: Yeah I feel that it's just like this burning passion inside you and it doesn't yeah. go away with age and it doesn't go away with time. Oh. It gets stronger because if you don't do anything about it, it, it just feeds it, man. Yeah. It's like all you can think about is this and it just consumes you. That's
1: what happens. That's like why a lot of artists get like mad depression or have mad drug issues yeah. or whatever because they have that thing that's not getting fed. Exactly. Right? Like, um, I I was listening to the Kanye album on the way here. It's okay. Yeah. But like, I see why he made it. Like, It's not about... He's making it for the people. He's like, that was his way to, like, find himself again. Exactly. That's what I was listening to, and I'm like, that's what I heard from him. Like, this is Kanye trying to find himself again. Yeah. Yeah, there's some, like, parts around the music that I'm not 100% behind, but the music itself, that's what he was doing. Yeah. Right? Because you need to feed that part of your soul, or else, like, you're just going to slowly die. And you can see that shit in people when it it slowly dies from them because they give up.
0: Yeah, when you when you talk to older people who have like been through life, been through this hard shit, especially yeah. like elders or grandparents, yeah. you you see a lot of the shit that that is still with them, but they can't do anything about it physically, yeah. right? Yeah, it's like their mentality is still there, but they're like physically crippled to be able to do it. Yeah, they can't do it. And that's that's like heartbreaking shitty. as fuck, man. That's
1: the shittiest thing, man, because it's yeah. like you have, I bet, I bet, like, because our parents' generation was like, just you have to keep going. You're just like. Push yeah. through it, like, like, be realistic, be grounded and shit. And yeah. we, uh, we're we in a unique po- uh time right now where, like, we can kind of make our dreams come true. We have, yeah. like, the means to do it. Like, monetarily, it's not there, but doesn't mean if you don't grind for it, it's not going to show up, right? Exactly, man. And um, I think that's where a lot of my work ethic comes from is, too, is it's like, look, like, there's times I don't want to go to the gym. There's yeah. times that there's days I don't want to go out. But then, like, I'll sit there and I'm like, if I don't fucking do it today that I'm not going to do it tomorrow, and then I'm going to feel like shit after. If I don't get up and go do it, who else is going to do it for me? Ain't nobody, like, I can get fat on my own, I can lose the weight on my own, too, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I've, you know what I mean? Like, I, like, at this point right now, like, I'm more of a, like, I'm really more focused on the music. Like, I'm working, like, on set, like, doing that right now as, like, a gig so I can focus on, like, my performances and getting my shit together. Right. And whatever, because at the end of the day, it's like, If I, and I could sell my merch and stuff like that, because it's like, if I don't focus on my business, I'm not going to have a fucking business.
0: Yeah. No one's going to build this business without you, man. Exactly. Like, I have
1: to, you have to put your effort in. Yes. Like, yeah, it doesn't mean it's not going to be hard and it's definitely going to suck at times. Yeah. But life sucks at times anyway. So why not be suck? Why not let it suck while you're building?
0: Yeah. And doing something that you can actually see becoming a reality in the f- next few years or exactly. a few months or whatever it may be. Exactly. And like, it's pushing you, right? You have that you have that push and that pull, right?
1: Exactly. Like why not push yourself now so you can be chilling in the future? Yeah. Right? Cuz I I I used to see those those the, that those posters or those memes before it was like grinding in your 20s uh, Oh yeah. chilling in your 30 or uh, grinding in your 20s uh Relaxing your thirties, chilling your forties, or something like that. Yeah. And it was kind of like and at that point, I at that point in my like early twenties, I was kinda like, i fucking get this shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I was like in that party mindset. Like I just wanted to not deal with life. Right. Now that I'm like five like older than that now, and I'm like, you know what, motherfucker, like I really should have grinded in my twenties.
0: Hindsight twenty twenty. Right, because like, I, I look at
1: I look at some <laughs> of the some of the younger cats that I knew growing up uh, that I came up with, and yeah. they like started a business in like early twenties, and you never saw them, and now they're just chilling. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck, like where was I? And I'm like, because oh, I was out to lunch, I wasn't thinking about the future. I honestly, I didn't think I was gonna make it past twenty five. Damn. Like I like literally was set up in a situation where I was not gonna make my twenty first birthday. I was still in jail. <laughs> damn i was still there so i'm like i had every single resource to be like i'm not gonna make it after here and yet still like 20 like a month after my twenty fifth birthday i'm out and i'm on bail and i'm free and i can fucking whatever and like i can like you know what i mean like yeah it's like fuck like fresh air like yeah i was in edmonton and yeah it's cold but i don't care the air is not gross yeah you know what i'm saying like i can walk down the street I could fucking go to McDonald's if I want to. I didn't go to McDonald's. I still don't really go to McDonald's. Yeah. But you know what I mean? Like, it's an option for me. You know what yeah. I mean? And I appreciate it so much more because I'm like, fuck, like, I didn't have any of yeah. this
0: shit. Man, I saw a quote the other day, and I've I've seen it a lot of times, but it's exactly what you're saying. The yeah. discipline equals freedom. Yeah, it's it's not just having freedom and gives you discipline. It yeah. never works that way, man. If you can be disciplined in what you want to do, you can be disciplined in your mindset and like the goals and the like the achievable things you want to get done for yourself, not for other people necessarily, but for yourself. Yeah. That's what gives you the freedom and that's what gives you the energy and the drive that so many people are wanting to find, right? Yeah. Because yeah. I think like, man, you have such a unique energy and even just sitting down today, which is like the main reason why I want to do this interview in Vancouver, because mm-hmm. I, can, I can feel it, man. Like you're very passionate about what you're talking about, but you're also very fired up and you don't, it seems like you don't want to waste a lot of time because you've already had that happen yeah. to you, man. I'm the same way, bro. I didn't go to jail or anything like that. I was basically fucking stuck for a really, really long time yeah. in my younger life. And I wasn't allowed to do a lot of the shit that I wanted to do. Yeah. And as soon as I got the opportunity to get out of my house, get out of Alberta, it was, it was life changing, man. Oh, yeah. And it's- I just I had to, I had to adapt the discipline though, man. Like yeah. I didn't stop working out. I didn't stop like producing videos. I didn't stop freelancing. And the last couple of years have been nuts. Like, huge depression and shit because I, yeah. I feel like i've just been working for other people and not for myself yeah and then i started doing this podcast and it changed everything up
1: i'm telling you it's facts because i've gone through depression too like i yeah. suffered from it i think that's a thing that like a lot of people don't talk about is how society kind of gears us for this sets us up for this massive depression does yeah and uh we don't deal with it at all uh my depression was Cause I like, I went through the depression. I went through like uh, like I had like I started getting addicted to like coke and like yeah, just drinking too fucking much and like all sort of shit and like to a point where like I was. I was just I had I was in this place where like half the nights I was out I'd be like sitting there like why the fuck am I here? Yeah. Like I had no, actual reasoning for why I was doing the things I was doing. Cause at this point I'm just like trying to escape life. Right. I wanted to die, pretty much. Like, yeah. I was, I was, I was severely fucked up. Like, like I, like you know what I mean. Like I was, I was, yeah. I was mad out of shape. Like I wasn't shaving. Like everything was fucking. Like I just looked like a fucking mess. Right? Yeah. And uh, yeah. I had one really bad birthday. I had my good, my twenty ninth birthday it was terrible. It was fucking. I got in like three fights that night. Shit. I got maced in the right eye. Damn. And i had been like fucking that whole uh, that weekend. I on my birthday. Oh shit! My bad. Yo, it's all good. Uh, sorry, I can't talk right now. Got <laughs> to do the podcast. All right, go. Sorry, I can't talk, right now. What the fuck is Service Canada doing? That's not even my number. Who the fuck? All right, you know, what? leave me alone. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So I um yeah, the whole weekend I did, I went super hard. I did like Molly, Coke, yeah, Lean, shit, and drank. All Damn. in one weekend. Crazy. And so like my body was just doing this. Like I was yeah. I think that was the closest I'd ever come to like actually dying. Yeah. And then I I had a really bad weekend and I got kicked out of my place. Shit. And I had nowhere to go and I was sleeping inside my car and I was sleeping at a studio that I was recording at. Shit. And uh fucking I didn't know what to do. And somebody's just like just uh, my friend, one of my best friends, uh, child to Tixie, she's my tattoo artist as well. Bandita's ink. Uh, it's, uh, in, uh, by Renfrew or Rupert's station. Oh yeah. Uh, if you ever need a tattoo, you know, hit her up. Um, Hell yeah. you know, gotta plug it. Um, she, she was, she was going through something similar to me and she told me like, yo, I think you probably should get some help. And I did. And then I'd like a lot of like a switch flip. Cause like, the music I was making before that was very aggressive. Like, super... Like, I could still tap into that whenever I need to, but it was more like... Ang- I was so angry. I was yeah. so angry at everything that happened to me. I had not dealt with any of it. and It was making me crazy depressed. And when I started dealing with my shit, like, a, like a light went on. And the music changed, and I changed. and Because I, I realized I can't keep living in this dark place mm. of, like not knowing what to do with my life yeah like not realizing my purpose that's been in front of me the whole time and running away from my shit right what i realized was, was like depression comes in different forms one of the forms it comes to it is like people who don't want to deal with life yeah in reality. They, they suppress that shit they man. suppress that shit and they don't deal with the pain they've gone through they don't deal with the losses they've had the friends they've lost the the, yeah. the mistakes they've made, the. You know the the debt they might have put themselves in, like all these all these different life factors that like we are not fundamentally taught as children right. or in high school, which is what the fucking curriculum should be, to deal with life as an adult. Yeah, because that's what you need as an adult to be a fully functioning member of society is to know how to deal with your emotional state. Yeah, because none of us, none of us know we're raised with any. I said like night, like was it like by twenty nine. 2019 I'd say like a good 50% of the population has a single parent
0: oh yeah man I yeah my parents are divorced
1: yeah exactly so like there's all that alone is a lot to unpack and if you come yeah. from like a broken home like a really broken home or like there's abuse or whatever situation may have happened that's oh that's a lot of traumatic experiences that we're not taught to deal with so then we're just kind of just sent out to the world after like graduation like oh yeah now go live like how the <laughs> fuck like
0: how are you supposed to live with all that baggage? Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I've
1: like I like I'm supposed to be trying to do all this life shit, but I got like a fucking twenty pound boulder of bullshit on my back. Yeah, I'm supposed to go to this job interview and smile and pretend like I want to fucking be here, like suck yeah. my dick. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> like <laughs> fucking, Yo, that. that's not how it works. You know what I mean? And yeah. I find now, especially people, as far as I've seen, is like people want music that makes them feel something or feel nothing. Yeah. There's no like middle line. It's like you need to feel something or feel nothing. Very true. And I I'd rather make people feel something because I start to learn how to feel something. Yeah. I'd cut off my emotions. My brain works like this. Like if I ever wanted to to be the person I was, like I could just do that and switch a flip and then cut my emotions off. And that's scary for me. Yeah. Because, because- when I do that that's, like, the darkest part of my mind is now my person. Right. And then I don't have, uh, like, I don't have any morals. I don't really care about too much. I don't even care about myself. Yeah. And, like, I that's what depression does. It makes you turn off that switch to make you think you don't know. Not only do you not care about you, but no one cares about you. So, Yeah. a lot of people think when you're depressed, like, suicide is your first option. There's so many more ways to kill yourself. Yeah. Right? You could kill yourself by, like, constantly being in a like eh, a criminal by constantly partying by yeah. fucking by getting in like super unhealthy damaging relationships you can like there's so many ways to die like that show a thousand ways to die you remember yeah. that oh, yeah. Like there's literally a thousand ways to die and depression leads you to every single one absolutely so for me when i make music especially the music i'm making now like i want To get that message across for the person who is in that dark place that doesn't really see how things could get better. Right. Because that, that place, I know that place well. Yeah. When I started healing and working on myself and like, whatever, I realized I have been, that dark place was a part of me since I was a kid. Yeah. And for a lot of us, it's there since we're kids. And if you don't deal with it now, by the time you get into your like you like for me, I don't have any kids.
0: Mm-hmm. But
1: for me, I don't want to fucking pass on that shit if I do have a kid to my kid.
0: Yeah. You
1: know what I'm saying? I don't want my kid to be like, um to see him going through what I'm going through. Like my parents saw my mom saw what I was going through, knowing what the fuck it is, and then kind of just trying to be like, Oh, he'll he'll figure it out. Yeah. Like you need I wanna is to give the world something that can help them figure themselves out because God knows music did it for me. It helped me figure out who I wanted to be when I didn't know I wanted to be You yeah, know what I mean? I do.
0: Yeah, man. That's that's fucking poetic, dude. Mm-hmm. Like that that whole reason is is amazing. And I think so many people lack that and they just they wanna do it for fun or they just wanna do it because they I don't know, somebody else, they see somebody else doing it. They're yeah. like, oh, this is a really good way to make a lot of money. Yeah. And it's like, you don't realize that there's going to be a lot of fucking struggles. Yeah. And you don't realize that, like, you're going to have to put a lot of yourself into it.
1: Yeah. You have to put your entire, music isn't just about, like, make, like, make, like, I think, I think the meaning of hip hop, or for, like, hip hop is my genre, yeah. yeah. right? So I think right. the meaning of that, at least for rappers has, has lost, like, hip hop is a counterculture. It is. So when it was started it was a, like an answer to like people of color, black people not getting played on radio and exactly. like trying and the youth not being heard. And a time in the Bronx when like fucking like buildings were like literally burning down like every day. Yeah. And like their city was in like a, such a bad recession. The government was bailing them out. Mm-hmm. And so this music comes along to talk about how, what it's really like for them and you know, like, along the way, it got, like, when labels get involved, they uh, they tried to make it only, like, Happy Beats and all this sort other of shit. And then you flip it to, like, the West Coast, where, like, they were talking about, like, police brutality and, like, how like how the drug epidemic was, like, claiming so many lives. And yeah. all this sort other of shit. And NWA was telling everybody, fuck the police, which I still say to this day. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's what the point of it is. It's, like, you're supposed yeah. to talk about real shit and, and the in our generation man. right now, police brutality hasn't gone away and mental health and mental illness and like fucking, is like the biggest thing right yeah. now because we're starting I mean. to realize how fucked up we all are.
0: Yeah. And how fucked, yeah, exactly how fucked up everybody is like yeah. mentally and like how a lot of people don't even have their, their fucking core beliefs down. It's yeah. just like whatever, <laughs> whatever the flavor of the day is essentially. Yeah. Man. It's like
1: how, yeah. It's like, like, that's why I don't, well, I see how society, especially right now, they're uh, everybody's jumping on somebody's back. It's like, oh, you did it! Like, uh, uh, did you see the the Dave Chappelle special, Six and Stones? Yes, I did. Okay, so that part about Kevin Hart, yeah, hit me in the heart because it's true. It is. He made a joke ten fucking years ago about his kid being gay, bro, and they fucked him out of the Oscars, yeah, for it, which is the only thing you want, You're like. I even agree with Dave. That's a weird fucking dream for a black man, but okay, yeah. whatever. But, like, that was his dream, and they fucked him out of it, and he still had to go on his apology tour.
0: Exactly.
1: But, like, making a joke doesn't necessarily mean that his core beliefs is, like, he actually feels like people who are different are disrespected. Most of the time, that's not really the case. Right. Right? Like, you can tell when somebody says something in a hateful, spiteful way.
0: Yeah. You can
1: you can't do that With like a joke Like if someone says a joke And in a hateful sp- It's not funny It's just ignorant And people know it Exactly Right Then I feel like right now Everybody's jumping To Like Attack this person And cancel this person and yeah. Do this to this person And you know You said this Or you act this way Or I don't like it da, da, da. It's like Why the fuck are you Like
0: Why are th- you so offended Why are you
1: so <laughs> offended Are you offended Because everybody else Is offended Or are you offended or Are you just like Following the trend Like Figure out what the fuck you believe in yeah. before you jump onto a team. True. Everybody wants to play on the, everybody wants to fucking play on everybody wanted to play on the Raptors and then Kawhi left and now nobody's talking about Toronto. Yeah. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like like you stop fucking bandwagoning and shit. Figure out who the fuck you are first before you start doing that shit. Amen. Right. Amen. Like you don't get to just do that to people.
0: No, absolutely. And that's no way to live. Because no, then you realized. just become you can become putty in whatever the, the new genre or the new fucking flavor of the day is. Yeah. And people just don't care about you or your opinions after yeah. a while, man. Like you're just invalid in anything you say because it's like, oh, you, you probably just went on Google Trends and read the first five articles and were like, yeah, Oh, this exactly. is how I feel today.
1: This is how I feel today. Like, fuck yeah. that shit. I don't like I li- like in this interview, I literally said I was I've been a drug dealer and a and I've had a drug problem. Yeah. Right? Like, there's some people who will probably listen to this podcast and be like, I don't fuck with him because he did that. That's fine. I don't get That's yeah. cool. Thank you for listening. Bye. Yeah, yeah I don't want but, you on the team. Yeah, you know, I don't want you on the team. But ask yourself, are you doing that because you don't like what I did or it just hits too close to home and you're uncomfortable? Yeah. Right?
0: And you're uncomfortable facing your own struggles because they're lesser.
1: Exactly. Like, I'm... Like I can't control what you do with your life, but I can control what I do with mine. Yeah. And what I do with my life is I try, I try my best to judge, person, people on a case by case basis. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's all you can really do with life. It's just like, look, like you're gonna show. You show me. You show me your character. I've been saying this to a lot of my friends lately. It's like you show me your character, and if your character, I vibe with who you, who, what your character is, and who you are, who you are as a person. Yeah. Then we're probably gonna be fucking friends. But if there's something in your character that I don't fuck with, I'm not gonna condone it, and we're not gonna be cool. Yeah. I'm not gonna pretend to be like, like um, who's it? Like somebody was talking about uh, the other day with me, uh, the the fucking the like why I believe Michael Jackson didn't do it over like R. Kelly.
0: Oh yeah, yeah.
1: I was like, cause it, I don't see the Mike's character. Yeah. I like, yeah, Michael's weird. And yeah, I don't agree with the whole pigmentation thing or whatever the fuck he did to himself. That's his own life choices. Right. But I, and what I, from what I've seen of him, I don't see that in his character.
0: Yeah.
1: Or R. Kelly, I believe it right away. Yeah, too, Because man. like, there's not, not something about him ever since I was a kid just what struck me as off. Yeah. And that was his character. You can't hide your character from people. Exactly. People just, but people choose to ignore that in people that fucked up thing in people sometimes because there's money behind it
0: yes right? or the talented one of the two men
1: talented or one of the two but if they're both together and there's money it's always gonna come first yeah talent 100%, like you know 100%. what i mean like fucking there's some really talented fucking people out in the world right now who are really shitty character and yes. people do not fuck with them yeah so, right because there's no money behind them right Exactly. so it's kind of like and and his character i saw that in his character i don't know i didn't like when that when the the P-Tape first came out and shit And Blue making fun of it Off top I would never listen to R. Kelly again right. The only R. Kelly song I'd ever listen to At that point in time Was like Ignition And fucking I Believe I Could Fly yeah, After that I didn't give a fuck about it <laughs> Yeah Cause I knew off top Like he fucking did it Yeah 100%. Right like there's no way that like I was gonna be like Oh no like there's a possibility Like no I see that in your character So I am not gonna pretend like you're not a scumbag Yeah Right yeah, And for bad. me like I don't Hopefully. do that with people Like if you show me some skeezy part of you and think I'm just not gonna call you the fuck out. Like, bro, you got the wrong dude. Yeah. <laughs> you got the wrong dude, my guy. Like, we're not, we're not the same. I don't follow, I don't, I don't play by the fuck rules of like, no, yeah. you let it slide because I have money. No, I, I'll, 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 like, I'm gonna tell you, like, fuck you to your face. And like I said before, if you wanna make it a ting, yo, pick up your chest. Let's come to my yard. Let's see what yeah. you on. You'll see. You know, I, right, I've been kickboxing, bro. Like, let's go. Yeah. I don't really, I don't really wanna. I don't really like that shit. And I don't... I feel like people... As a society as a whole... We need to kind of like... Stop looking at what everybody else is doing... And look at what the fuck is wrong with us.
0: Yo, I agree with that so much, man.
1: Stop putting your nose in other people's business. Yeah. Right? Like... Like don't don't call the neighbors on the fucking the the, the Latino family across the street because they're having a fucking barbecue and the music's too loud. Why does that bother you so much? Yeah. Why can't you just go home go home and whatever? Like, why do you care so much what the next guy is doing? Why do you care so much about? Why does this shorty this shorty over here care so much about like what this chick is posting on her Instagram and shit? Because yeah. she's like looking fire like. That's not, like, what she did to get that bag is not yeah. what you're doing to get your bag, so why yeah. do you care about her bag? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, stop investing so much of your time into watching everybody else. Figure out what's going on with you, fix that, then build off it. That's it. Boom. That's all you gotta do.
0: I agree, man. I think that's a perfect place to end it, man. Yeah. It was a perfect about hour-long interview, dude. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I, I honestly don't... I, I think the the journey... And the reason why we started this Uncommon Podcast is to talk to people like you, but also to get real shit out there. Yeah. A lot of people will say like, oh, you got to work on your mental health, you got to work on yourself, but they don't actually give examples of how they've done it themselves and they're not fucking passionate when they talk about it. Yeah. And I think this is like what it's meant to do. It's meant to fucking open up myself and like learn from you, but it's also meant for other people so that you can have a fucking larger platform and be able to express yourself to other people because it's important shit you need to hear. Yeah. We we oftentimes, we push all of the knowledge and the important information that we want to other people or to like people who have already made it and done it and they don't talk about their struggles they don't talk about their come up and if they do it's like maybe two minutes and like oh man i had a rough come up when i was a child and then i just kind of went through some shit and then i made it it's like no there's a lot of stuff that you have to work through and a lot of barriers are going to have to hop up before you're going to really really be your true self and that authentic self but if you can do it it makes life and it just, it makes you so much more passionate. It makes you so much more happy into everyday life and you don't have to be fucking, yeah, like I'm not stressed about what other people are doing and, and it just, it makes it so much easier to focus on your own shit because you can only control yourself. Like, you right. can't control what other people are going to say. I can't control how many people are going to watch this. I can influence it, but I can't control it, man. Exactly. He's got to let it be, bro. He's exactly. got to let it be. Awesome, man. Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Appreciate it, appreciate um, it. Yeah, anytime, man. Feel free to come back. Uh, and, yeah, I'm excited to see some of these shows. I'm going to try and make it out to a couple of them. And All right, cool, cool. Fuck yeah, dude. We'll All right, yeah,
1: out. just for one more thing. Yeah. Uh, the Ended show's coming up. It's uh, November 6th. Studio Nightclub ry- uh, Rhymes rhythm, te- uh Rhythm and Rhymes tickets 10 bucks November 15th at Event Garden Winter's Coming that's that's my own event headlining that event uh tickets are 20 bucks and then December 4th Fortune for the Co-op Radio Christmas uh special event uh I'll keep you posted on that one but yo make sure you try to come out uh hit me up in the DM Grizzy uh at Instagram Grizzy uh, Grizzy Winter my website is GrizzyWinter.com. Sweet. uh hit me up uh, I got merch on sale I got all I got all the stuff on sale Songs are dropping Pretty much like On a monthly basis So let me know yeah. You know what I mean Grizzly gang Peace out Do it Perfect